Okay, well, Guillaume Saint-Cyr just finished another run at the uh, Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series. Uh, he just did his last one at Foxborough over there near Boston. We've got him on the phone right now. Hey, uh, Guillaume, thanks for another chat. Hey, Billy, nice to having me again on the on the show, on the podcast. On the big show. Hey, um, all right, yeah. so where are you right now? Uh, made it back home in uh, Victoriaville in Quebec. All right, and I think if I'm not mistaken, you just—it's uh, just after 5 p.m. So you just did a normal day's work, right? Yeah, yeah. I got back home, and then the next day I was—I was back working. And <laughs> yeah, eight to five. So that's what I've been doing this week. Do you wish you were uh, getting ready for Denver? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So what? What did you do? You uh, when did you pack up and leave and get back home? When you said. Um, after the race uh, on Sunday, uh, yeah, we just left slowly and made our way back. I had to bring Chris back to his house. He lives like an hour, 30 minutes away from me. So brought him, brought him back there and yeah, made it back home after. Okay. What's, what's he going to do now? Uh, I know his knee's getting about better. He's about to get back on a bike, but, uh, for work, does he do something or do you know what he does? Yeah. He owns his own, uh, t-shirt company so he oh. does uh, t-shirts sweatshirts and stuff oh that's right what's that called yeah, uh drt apparel ah right right i remember seeing that for sure okay yeah all right so he's gone back home he's uh now has he said he's gonna get back on a bike right away or what's he doing i know i saw his brother michael back on the bike as well on the bike yeah uh, uh we got back sunday and then tuesday he had an appointment uh with his doctor and then Tuesday afternoon he sent me a, a picture and he was riding so <laughs> uh, yeah he's back at it so the doctor must have said wait another month yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright well let's uh, let's cut it back here to uh, the weekend going into well we'll call it Boston I know people over there are called no it's Foxborough close enough it's Boston to the uh, to those of us who don't live in the area so uh, last week you get there, I mean, the numbers were down and then they were down even more because uh, some people got some injuries and stuff like that. So basically what it came down to was only one person was not going to make it through. And I almost feel like that makes more pressure when you're trying to get in. Yeah, well, when we got there, we had like 46 uh, sign up and then, yeah, some guys dropped off or didn't race or whatever. So, yeah, we were close from 40, but... Yeah, it was pretty stressful because I didn't want to be <laughs> in the only guys, you know, up back. But uh, I was able to make it. Right now, our old buddy uh, Bobby Piazza was the guy who missed it. So uh, sorry, uh, sorry about that, Bobby. Uh, hopefully, he gets another chance here sometime soon. But uh, all right, well, let's take a look at um, through your eyes what you thought of the track. Like, how was the track this last weekend? Yeah, the track was pretty technical last weekend. I would say. Um, the rhythm sections were like different and yeah i mean it was pretty peaky too the jumps were steep and a lot of rocks on the track and it was pretty dry slick and they were watering the track too so slick wet and then slick dry after and the rocks came out so yeah it was pretty uh it was a weird track but uh, pretty fun i thought right now it's funny too like i mean uh, you know we sit at home and and us old school people like myself, we kind of like the tracks back in the day were just uh, just really strange. Like, and now they're kind of, people call them like, like rhythm tracks. And at home, we think they're all the same. But you actually riding them, they're, they're not all the same, are they? Yeah, no, it's never the same. Just 
the dirt they use it's never the same dirt so sometimes it can affect like how you ride it'll be sticky one weekend and then the other weekend will be slick you know so you can't uh ride the track the same way so right. yeah and then sometimes on t on tv too you don't notice just how bad the transitions get and how the ruts get and how cupped out things get i mean so to sit at home and say they all look the same is just not correct is it <laughs> yeah it, it just looks so easy on tv but uh it's not <laughs> yeah right right now you uh you also for the you got to ride it was pretty early in the day but friday you got to do the local news uh the press day thing right yeah, yeah, I did it on uh, in Foxborough. That was the only time I did it this year, so I was pretty happy. Uh, I was able to make it. So, yeah. Okay. Now, what was that like? I mean, how early was it, and what did you get to do? Well, it was fun to have a brand new track because I've been riding the 450C, and the track is pretty hammered every time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was good for that, and you only like couple guys on the track, so it's good. It's good for the race day, the next day for sure, because you get in practice and you already know the track, you know, so you only have to uh, just try to go fast and focus on fast lap times. Right. Who else got, who else was uh, at this one? Um, a couple guys from uh, the PRMX team did the press. Uh, usually they have like two sessions, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. So I did the one at 7.15 in the morning. So it was more like privateary guys and stuff. And, right. Uh, but it was pretty fun. Okay, now did they uh, did you get to do some interviews and stuff like that too? No, not really. There was not many guys uh, out there for pictures and stuff early in the morning. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, those ones end up normally being like the uh, the local morning shows and stuff like that that get out there for those, yeah. with their, which is cool too, as long as you get to get to actually talk to some of them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's talk about the the race day here, kind of briefly. Um, qualifying. Uh, I know you went out, you got 37th when it was all said and done, but uh, take us through qualifying and how you got, you know, when you got your fast lap in and all that kind of stuff. How did it go? Yeah, well, uh, after the first qualifier, I was sitting 33rd. And uh, in the second qualifier, the track got faster and they mellowed down the whoops. So everybody was faster. And then uh, I was like sitting 35th, 36th for a while. <laughs> and then last lap, I dropped down to 37. So one spot, but. Uh, I felt like I was riding better in the first qualifier, so uh, the second one was kind of struggling a little bit, but it was good enough, so I'd be in the race. Okay, now we uh, now we mentioned how the tracks uh, certainly change from week to week. They're different, uh, like you say, out dirt and everything else. But uh, do you like how many how much change do you make to your bike like after the qualifying? Like, do you go and make changes, or how much did you have to change? Um. Well, I rode the track on press, so I already knew like how my bike was going and stuff. And for the last round, I tried to go softer on the suspensions because I think uh, during the season, I had some little troubles with my suspensions and I went stiffer every time, but I should have went softer, you know, mm-hmm. so the bike was hard to control and stuff. So uh, one of my buddy, uh, Christopher Fortier, he used to race in Canada and stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, he sent me a message and it was like, yeah, man, your suspension looks stiff. You know, we should try soften it up and stuff. And I tried it and it actually, it was working good. So I, now I know like what I need to do for next year for sure. Okay. Interesting. So you fired Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris, you fired Chris De Silva yeah, yeah. and hired Chris Ford. <laughs> right. Hey, is Chris Ford, is he riding anymore or what's he doing? I know he's a Canadian family living in Florida. I'm not sure if he still is, but yeah. Yeah, he started riding again this year. I think he took like two years off 
and then he just bought a 350 KTM this uh, winter and then I was actually talking to him today and he told me if he can he, he maybe he's gonna try to do some couple rounds of Supercross next year so we might see him out there Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, he was certainly a kid with lots of potential. Some people might remember him coming up here, number six, I think number 66 on his bike, if I remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, cool, man. All right, well, um, okay, so then we go into the heats. You were in the second heat race. Um, yeah. I know you got uh, 15th, but uh, take us through how the heat race went. Yeah, the first one, the heat race, uh, I uh, didn't get a good start, and then I just, yeah, I fought back some guys and I was riding pretty good I was uh, catching a lot of guys in the rhythm before the whoop section because I was doing the triple quad out so yeah I passed a couple guys and I was riding good but those races are pretty short so uh, yeah I got 15th in this one alright so again it just it all snowballs coming from your you know obviously we talk about this every week but uh, coming from your qualifier right obviously gate pick you get squeezed farther and farther to the outside and then obviously now you're going into the LCQ with not the greatest yeah. gate pick, um, 17th in the LCQ. Take us through how that went. Yeah, LCQ was kind of crazy. Well, I had like a better start because I had a gate on the inside and uh, I was like mid-pack and then I was battling with the guys, passing some guys again. And halfway to the race, I uh, after the Supercross triple, I landed and coming in the turn, I uh, lost the, the front end, it was slick. So I slid out, I fell. Uh, got back up, went back uh, racing, and then did a couple laps. And then uh, on the last lap, I cased the, the quad coming out of the rhythm before the whoop section, and I uh, whiskey throttle right <laughs> into the safety net and everything <laughs> on the last lap. And then I just, uh, yeah, after that, I just stood up, and the crowd went crazy. So <laughs> I just went on top of the berm and put my hands in the air, and then everybody just started cheering for me so i thought it was pretty funny but uh yeah it just sucked i couldn't do the last lap or go to the checker flag because i was stuck in the in the net and stuff but yeah i mean i didn't get hurt and it's it was good you know so what so i'm i'm not at the race and you end up whiskey throttling right into the you were a guy in the safety net yeah yeah i did on the last lap of uh, 450 lcq oh man there's got to be some uh, there's got to be photos out there yeah, <laughs> but I know people people loved it though. <laughs> That's funny. You might hey, why not, right? You might as well get up there and uh, throw the hands up and get people going. Yeah, people came at me after and uh, talked to me about it. They said it was pretty, it was pretty funny. So at least uh, uh, people are gonna remember me for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, okay. So that, uh, like we said, I mean, that was your. Final kick at the can there. That was uh, obviously there's only two left, Denver and Salt Lake City. So you're you're all done. Um, I mean, you made it through safely. I guess that's one kind of relief. You didn't uh, you didn't achieve, I'm sure, your goal, uh, did you? Would you say? Yeah, no. I was. Uh, I mean, my goal this year was to do like all the night shows and maybe a main event. But uh, from last year to this year, there was way more guys and faster guys and it was harder so uh i was riding way better than last year way faster but everybody was faster and better so it was kind of hard but i mean i'm happy of how i rode but i'm not happy of like the results and stuff you know right now were you uh do you stay you obviously you said you didn't leave till sunday so i'm assuming you went in and watched uh watched the main events you stayed yeah, yeah we did 
Yeah. All right. Are you impressed by that? What did you think of the racing? Yeah, the races were good. Uh, I mean, I was happy that uh, uh, Anderson won the 450, and of course, uh, uh, Jet Lawrence won the 250, so that was pretty sick. What was the atmosphere in there like? We didn't get a whole sense of it there on, on TV, the broadcast not being there. It was uh, when Jet Lawrence won it there. Was there uh, was the crowd pretty pumped, or how'd it go? Yeah, the crowd was pretty pumped. It was it was nice to see it, for sure. Okay. All right, so then you uh, you packed up, you went home, you're uh, you're now back in Quebec. I mean, I yep. guess you're back into some reality for work. Like you say, you do some renovations for your dad, right? Yep, yep, that's what I've been doing. All right, all right. Well, uh, um, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you a couple, you know, I mean, because that was your last one, let me just ask you a couple of questions about the whole season, all right? Yep. All right, pretty uh, pretty straightforward. What uh, looking back over, man? What was your best? What was your best ride? What was your best race? Um, I would say uh, in Detroit when I did the four fifty nine show, I felt like I was riding better than this weekend a little bit. Uh, got some better results and stuff. But um, just overall, I'm happy I didn't get hurt this year. Last year I broke my wrist, so in the last round, so. No, I'm, right. I mean, I'm pretty happy overall, even if I didn't qualify, but yeah, so it just makes me want to work harder and get ready for next year and be in the night show every weekend, you know? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Okay, what was your what was your worst race? Um, I mean, I only did like uh, two night shows this year, so it would be like the last one last weekend when I jumped <laughs> in the safety net. So. <laughs> right. I'm gonna to have to go find photos of that uh, for sure. Yeah, hopefully you get some because I wanna, I wanna see that for sure. All right. Hey, now what? Uh, what uh, looking back over the season? I mean, you know, everything. We try to learn something. What would you say you learned heading into next year? Um, I mean, I learned. I feel like I learned to uh, hit the jumps on the track like quicker than last year, and yeah, just be more confident out there. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure you're going to say the travel part, but uh, as a guy who uh, full privateer out there with uh, your mechanic, Chris De Silva, what's the toughest part about being a privateer doing Supercross? Just traveling every weekend because <laughs> it's always pretty far, and then just get the camper ready, get the, load the bikes, drive there, and then everything happens on the road, you know, like you get to the race almost late, you know, because of traffic and stuff, and then you get stuck in snowstorm, and, you know, everything happens. So, yeah, it's just really, like, the traveling part that is the hardest. So. Right, for sure. You almost didn't make Minneapolis. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, would you, I mean, obviously, it's a really long drive to start and finish, but would you consider doing the West Coast just because of yeah. Uh, travel? Uh, yeah, for sure, because it's closer, you know. So next year, you think you might do West, or would you? Yeah, I think next year I want to do the whole season. So oh, oh, cool. In the 450 class? 450 class, yeah. Okay, so you think you might be done with the 250 class Supercross? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, I mean, for sure. Okay, cool, cool, man. All right, now what, uh, again, another kind of uh, overall question. What was the best track that you got to ride this year? Um, The best track? Um. I don't really know which, I mean, Atlanta was pretty nice, even if it was muddy, you know, but uh, I only could do one qualifier because we didn't have practice and stuff right. and I didn't qualify, but uh, I thought the track was pretty nice because they had big jumps, steep jumps, and uh, I was not pumped. I couldn't hit the big triple they had out there, <laughs> but they still kept us a, a pretty big double and 
no, I, I, I uh, enjoyed it. Okay. Now, again, I have to ask the, uh, the partner question for that one. What would you say was the worst track? Um, worse. <laughs> Indianapolis, for sure. 100%. <laughs> All right. What's, uh, I mean, it's obviously just like travel for the other question, but uh, what's in Supercross for someone who's getting ready to do it or wants to do it in the future? What's the toughest obstacle out there on the track? Whoop section for sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this year they they decided they want to give us some big whoops this year, so it's been pretty tough. Yeah, it's been a bit of a controversy. People saying they're higher, wider, bigger, whatever they are, and being built differently yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, I guess it's seems to be an ongoing conversation for sure. Now, hey, what to, as far as COVID restrictions and all that stuff was as a rider? Are they wide open now, or do you have to do? Did you have to do stuff this past weekend? Uh, what you mean, like for uh, restrictions? Testing or anything like that, or? Oh, I mean, since uh, I had the COVID vaccine and stuff, I had a, a credential card, so I didn't have to get the testing every day, every weekend. But all the other riders who didn't get the vaccine, they had to get the test every Friday before the race. And okay, still. You give you like a bracelet and stuff. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So that is still going on. Okay. All right, now um, you answered my next question, which is that you hopefully are going to, well, man, you're going to be starting in the West to do the whole series in the 450 class, so that's cool. You answered that. All right, well, um, I guess what's next for you, man? I mean, you're nine to, well, you're a Monday to Friday worker now, What's uh, but what's next racing-wise for you? Uh, well, my next race is uh, May 28th. It's a Riviera du Loup Arena Cross. Right, right. So it's going to be the first round of the Quebec Arena Cross Championship. So I think we have like three or four races during the summer. And then, yeah, I'll just uh, get keep training, work, and then I'll get ready for the uh, Triple Crown Supercross and Arena Cross at the end of the summer. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you do that. And then, but I mean, it's such a long way away, but what... Uh, what, where, what do you see yourself doing like next uh, to get ready out west? What would you do? Where would you stay? Do you have a, any idea on that yet? Or would you take your trailer, I guess, with you and do all that? Um, I think, I mean, if I, if I can find a way to have a bike out there, it would be nice. But uh, I'm already looking to buy a, a van and something and maybe sell my camper and stuff and just do it like, like the other guys do, like stay at the hotel and stuff and if I go train at south of the border again, I'm just going to rent a hotel room over there because, yeah, with the camper, it's way more uh, gas, you know, when you go to the races and it's just like way more sketchy because it's always snowing or <laughs> it's windy or whatever, you know, and the camper is all sideways behind you and you get at the races, you were so stressed out going the going to the race, you know, you get there, you're tired already, so... Yeah, I think next year I'm just going to do it with my van and my mechanic again, and yeah, it should be good. Okay, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, things you, you you try something that sounds like it would be the best on paper, then there's other little things you find out aren't great, so it's it's kind of nice that you kind of can streamline your program and you kind of figure out what actually is going to be best, so hopefully uh, it makes it just easier for you. Yeah, um, I've been trying a couple of different setups the the past years, and you remember I had my, my van and my trailer <laughs> oh, yeah. the year, and then... <laughs> Uh, I did it with a with a motorhome, and then now I had a camper, and yeah, I think the van, the trailer, or just the van is is the best if you can uh, find a way to to stay somewhere. I think with the van, it's just like way easier, and then you're cutting on the 
like uh, money fees and stuff, you know? Right, for sure, for sure. Hey, how old are you now? Uh, I turned 24 this winter. 24, okay, okay, cool, man. All right, Guillaume. Well, uh, it's uh, it's obviously been fun for us here north of the border. You were the uh, you were the only Canadian out there, man. Um, wasn't supposed to be that way, but that's the way it ended up. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for keeping us all entertained, man. And it's uh, been good keeping tabs on you and following along with your progress and stuff like that. So, thanks very much for um, you know going along with my silly yeah. phone calls and answering my silly questions. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I like it. Uh, I'm getting used to it now. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we'll let you get. Uh, I mean, I know you got to get to bed. You got another busy day at work tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah. <laughs> why don't you thank some folks here for the last time for this Supercross season, man? And we'll let you get going. Yeah, man. Um, well, everybody that supported me this year, and then I just want to thank everybody and Junior Mechanic, KTM, KTM Canada, Berry Bay GMC, Peak Out of Wear, Ride Hundred Percent, Gut Seat, Mobius, FCTN. Kadeems, HTK, Pirelli, MX Boot, uh, Alien Lab, CBD, Distinction, Construction, MX Tech, Suspensions, Motorstar Wheels, Stony Socks, uh, Drink, Hydro Power, BBL Plumbing, and then William Motors and all the guys at SOB Mix, the trainers, Matt Bichelia, Matt Toth, uh, everybody who helped me this year get better and just everybody that sends me message every weekend uh, just telling me let's go and good luck and stuff uh, I really appreciate that because uh, when you're not qualifying you know it's hard and then yeah so you're beating yourself down and it's just fun to have people still uh, rooting for you so yeah thanks to everybody and thank you uh, Billy for always uh, taking pictures of me and calling me and stuff you know it's good for me so yeah I like it thank you all right, buddy. Well, hey, good luck at Riviera de Lou. I mean, that place is uh, always a fun time, so good luck there. And I guess next time I'll see you would be uh, late summer for a Supercross Arena Cross. Yeah, or maybe if I show up for outdoor, I don't know, but maybe if I do one, it would be the Shambo, you know? Okay. But maybe maybe for 50 class. So. <laughs> All right, well, hey, thanks for everything. Probably. Congrats on a uh, getting through the season and everything. Good luck with what's next, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Thank you, Billy. All right, see you. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye.